When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey everybody, what's going on? I'm Rob Cicerino back again to talk with you about the week's most interesting news stories for the week of March 22nd, 2022, here on News AF. If the story is buzzing like it's on crystal meth, it's about to be News AF. If the same old news makes you bored to death, it's time for some News AF. Actual, factual news. Yes, News AF is back again and here with me to talk about... All of the stories uh, that are happening in the world. It's the eye in the sky. Danny Bryson. Danny, how are you? Uh, good. I feel a little out of order, though. Yes. A little out of order. A little out of order, of course. Uh, Tyson is not with us again. And it bears uh, discussion here at the top of the show. Uh, we have not heard from Tyson in the last week. Uh, He's with Danny, someone. Somewhere. Yeah. He must be. I mean, he seems fine posting, posting away on Facebook, Insta, influencing all of yeah. Pickleball Nation. He's Pickleball virtually world. everywhere in the virtual world, except for here. Except for here. We didn't hear from him last week. Uh, we have not heard from him since. Uh, Danny, I, I don't know for a fact. I, I'm starting to wonder if maybe, do you think that Tyson is holding out i feel as if over the past two or three years tyson's become more of a shark more of like a professional mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. like he just all all these sponsorships and everything like that maybe it's just finally getting to his head or maybe he's finally just decided that he's a grown-up and he's gonna operate at, like a grown-up in a grown-up world mm -hmm. hard to say i mean without any communication i'll never know i can only speculate okay well look it's Tuesday. The show must go on. We hope to hear from Tyson. Tyson, if you're listening to us, we love you. We hope to hear from you soon. But in the meantime, uh, we are going to continue to bring you. Well, look, we like our, our first, our, our first, uh, you know, job is to give the news. That's right. Time marches to. on. We have to. We've we made a we made a, a blood pact. You know, if anything ever <laughs> happens to any of us, we need to keep, continue on. And so, uh, we have a great treat for you here today. To join us to talk about some of the world's most interesting news stories, we have with us America's urologist. Here he is, a News AF super fan, the great Dr. Mike. Dr. Mike Zahalski is here. Oh, I got the bell also. Thank you. Yes. Thanks, guys, for having me. Woo. Do Dr. Mike, how are you? I'm great. I am really excited to do this podcast. I was telling you guys that this is like my bucket list, bucket list item to be on. 
News AF. Mm-hmm. One time you bucket. sent me a horrible picture uh, involving a bucket. Explain. Oh, I sent that picture to you. <laughs> yes, uh, you did. Uh, Danny, don't ask. Uh, okay. Don't ask. All right. Trust uh, me. I won't. Trust me. This is Rob yeah. trying to make it NSFW, not <laughs> no, me. No. My imagination now is just running rampant. Yeah, but, no, it's okay. Whatever, whatever you're imagining, it's, <laughs> it's not as bad. <laughs> yeah, okay. It wasn't All my right. patient. Dr. Mike, so excited to have you here to talk some uh, News AF and that you send us News AF stories all the time. I'm trying to be helpful. I'm yeah. always I'm always trying to help. Have we ever <laughs> talked about one of your stories that you've sent? I don't. I think maybe I'm sure once. we must have. Yeah. I think right. once a couple weeks ago. But then like mm-hmm. I try to contribute. I send Rob pictures of bad fish all the time. And I'm like, <laughs> fish fraud, fish fraud. Yeah, Dr. Mike gets you know? a lot of fish fraud. Uh, well, I live in Florida mm-hmm. and I know my fish. <laughs> like, you're you're at the front lines of the fish battle. <laughs> I really am. Really. Yes. And that you know, and then I feel like there's a lot of stories that come up, and I think we'll hear from some tonight. Hear about some tonight that I it irritates me that there's not a urologist contributor on your <laughs> podcast almost yeah, on a fine. weekly basis. For sure. All right. Well, you are the official urologist of News AF. Oh, I'm going to put that on my Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, put that on your sure. CV. Um, have you uh, had any? Uh, uh, times when uh, we're talking about something that has uh, comes up in your line of work, Dr. Mike? I mean, sure. I give Viagra to dogs all the time for esophagitis. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah. Well, There's we've talked a lot about the, the many uses of Viagra. You, you have no idea drug. that I, I now prescribe. So Cialis like Viagra. It's the same type of drug. And I prescribe it almost every day because the competing drug for urination has been shown to increase your chance of dementia. And Viagra was shown, as you guys have talked about, to decrease your chance of Alzheimer's. Mm -hmm. So it's like, you know, and how many times have I met an 80-something-year-old guy that's on Flomax and not a little Altacaca, is what I tell people. And it's Mm -hmm. like, so would you rather be peeing well with good hard-ons and or be demented? (laughs) It's like, I mean, it's not a tough sell. Okay. I know, right. I'm just glad that in the future, when I'm faced with that decision, I'll know which one to choose. Yeah. All right. And if um, you have a problem, you can always call me. You can always call <laughs> Dr. Mike. Great person to have uh, in your phone, except if he sends you, uh, you know, certain photos, uh, then not as great. Okay. All right. <laughs> so uh, anything else, Dr. Mike, that you want to set up before we talk about some news? Anything no, fun I- going on in your life? No, I think I'm, I mean, I think I've just sort of settled down to working. I got three kids, two in high school. That's always fun. Three teenagers, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, it says it, living the dream, as I'm sure you can imagine. Yeah. Uh, I want to give uh, Danny the short shrift here. Uh, Danny, any adventures uh, this week? Yeah. I mean, every day is an adventure, climbing mountains, skiing them, trying not to die. Uh, I, I was glad earlier in the pre-show to hear that, um, one of Dr. Mike's dreams is to do the Grand Canyon, which I do every year. And I will warn you, Dr. Mike, that I don't know what it is about the Grand Canyon, but it will destroy your calf muscles for at least a week. You will not be able to walk downstairs without everybody laughing at you. There's just something about the Grand Canyon. So that, what's the best time to do it? Oh, well, first of all, I would recommend going from the North Rim to the South Rim. 
I think that's the best way to do it. Cause then you don't have to go down the South rim, which is just steep and it has these stairs and is awful. And the best time to do is probably October or when they open up the North rim in the spring. So, but prepare yourself. Your legs will be damaged. You won't be able to look at uh, or do much of anything when it comes to walking. You'll probably have to be wheeled around in a chair. It's that bad. Wow. So just, okay. It's relaxing. Prepare. Yeah. How many days did it relaxing. take you to do it? Uh, I did the rim to rim to rim in 15 hours. Mm-hmm. Rim to so, rim to rim. Yeah. Okay. Well, if you want to invite me, I'm going to try to come. Okay. All right. Prepare right. yourself mentally and I physically. might have just invited myself. Mm-hmm. But- Would you fly in a, in a helicopter that Danny is flying? Absolutely not. Okay. All right. <laughs> I think that's crazy. Okay. At least we know that's where he draws the line. Draw okay. the line. No helicopters. No helicopters. I don't mean like those small planes either. Okay. No small planes off you know, the list. When you die in a small plane or a helicopter, nobody feels bad for you. No, they shouldn't. Especially if you're yeah. going on your way to do something totally awesome. Yeah. I, I can't do it. Or after coming back. Actually, they should feel bad if you were on your way to do something awesome. Mm-hmm. Not bad if you were on your way back. Mm-hmm. I think that's fair. Yeah. I mean, Danny, if you're going to go, you would rather go uh, on, on the way back from doing oh, something awesome. Oh, heck yeah. 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 After something cool. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, <laughs> let's talk about uh, some of our top stories at this hour. And uh, we have some uh, stories from uh, the world of medicine that we can talk about here uh, with Dr. Mike. And so this is a story about a woman from the UK which has been uh, making the rounds uh, that they are reporting that a woman uh, now has a uh, quote unquote shark hand after doctors needed to sew it inside of her stomach during a surgery. I had never heard of anything like this. I'll show the picture here on the YouTube video. Here. This is a picture you can show. Yes. <laughs> um, and so this woman has a, like her, her hand, looks like you know a a shark appendage and apparently um she had a form of uh sepsis and they needed to sew her her hand inside of her stomach to fight the infection dr mike what what in the world is going on here I mean, from a purely unmedical point of view, does this look like a shark appendage? No, that was going to be my <laughs> first comment, too. Or is it that there's an S on her hand? Oh, saying, I, guess, I guess her hand looks like a shark, maybe. When I heard shark hand. It looks like Pac-Man. It's not, you're right. So it's not cooler. a flipper. Yeah, it's like a it's more of a, of a like a crab hand. Yeah, it is a crab hand. She's got, but crab hand won't grab the attention of a reader like shark hand will. Mm-hmm. You don't have crab weak. You do have shark weak. So, but I expected something far more dramatic. Maybe at least a fin, like a sharp shark fin that she could trick kids with later. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that what they're saying is that the, her hand looks like, like a actual shark, not like the hand of a shark. But, uh, Dr. Mike, I, I've never heard of this of a person needing to have their hand uh, sewn into their stomach. I mean, so the only way I can relate to it is that if you have like a flesh-eating bacteria on your scrotum, uh, you end up taking the testicles and sewing them into the thighs. So you have to remove the entire scrotum and sometimes, you know, even like the flesh of the penis. Uh, Oh, my God. (laughs) So you're going to put the testicles into the thighs to keep them sort of protected and alive. Because it's different compartments. 
Can I just have them sewn into my thighs so they're out of the way? Is that like a procedure you would just do? Yeah. It, you could, but the problem is, is that your balls like it a little colder than the rest of oh, your body. That's right, that's the whole so, point. Right, so then they're not going to make a good enough testosterone for you, Danny. No, no, instead no, of like no, going, no. like climbing down the mountain, you're going to want to like, you know, go in a wheelchair down the mountain. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so if you have a flesh-eating bacteria wound on your testicles, it's sewn into the thigh. But if you have it on your hand, it's sewn into a pouch in your abdomen. I guess the question I have is it almost looks like she had a skin graft because mm-hmm. where are her fingers? Oh, they cut them off. They, they, I think I read they had to amputate them as part of the procedure due to the, uh, the infection. That's what uh, I thought I read. Can we pull back up the picture up? Sure. Thing. Yeah. I don't know where she gets that lump of flesh from, but I, right, so I, it almost looks like the lymphatic drainage system in her hand is not working. Yeah. And so like, so because of that, everything is really, really edematous. But that's because I think she has a big skin graft on there. Mm-hmm. So skin graft followed by tucked into the belly to sort of give it the nutrients that it needs. Can you I imagine just, having your hands sewn into your stomach? Like I'm trying to picture mm-hmm. going through my day-to-day routines with my hands sewn into my stomach. Mm-hmm. How does it even work? I. <sighs> Yeah. I mean, if we just sew our hands into any part of us, could we like connect someone like a human pretzel if we wanted to? Yeah, probably. Are people yeah. just sewing appendages into other parts of their body? This is the first time I've heard. That's why I'm asking. Is this a more common thing? I need to get to the bottom of this. I've heard of ears being grown on mice, but I've never heard of people having their own limbs sewn back into them. Mm-hmm. Dr. Mike. Is this something that happens more than I think? I've never heard of it before either. Oh, okay. So it's not a common common thing. I'm not going to have to start seeing people like Walmart with their hands sewn into random places and look them in the eye and have a conversation. It's like, you know, you say say to your kid, like, stop picking your butt. I can't. It's sewn in. (laughs) (laughs) Get out of your pants. I can't. I was thinking the nose. I wasn't even thinking the butt. I was thinking like kids picking their nose. Uh, Rob, what a story to start with. These medical Sorry. ones are real. Uh, well, I felt like that we had Dr. Mike here. I wanted to I talk about the, uh, these med- these medical stories. Uh, this is uh, a big story today. Uh, but yeah, this this woman, Stephanie King, uh, that she's been, uh, you know, bravely dealing uh, with this issue uh, that she just, uh, you know, felt a sharp pain one day. Uh, it turned out to be sepsis. Uh, her oh body was uh, basically like attacking itself. Uh, I think that in this shark photo, like there's another like she's posted some videos on TikTok uh, where she is like uh, like putting on makeup. I think that her hand might be like a little like engorged just from like uh, whatever it's soaking. Okay, in. all right, from soaking in its own body. She yeah, seemed well, really well, you cheerful. See her, like in this photo, you see her like there, like she's in some sort of like uh, like I don't know if that's like uh, something they need to soak the hand in that, but it seems like it's just like absorbed a lot of fluid. No, I, she, no, that's it's. She's just having her hand washed. Yeah, <laughs> that's all it is. And it's called a bath, the, right? No, yes. there's a lymphatic, <laughs> there's a lymphatic drainage problem with this hand right here. This yeah. is not a great result here. This is not the result they want. They want that swelling to go down. Yeah, but if you take a look, uh, like here, like uh, there's a video of her uh, putting makeup on, and you can see her holding the uh, the the makeup brush and uh, her hand is uh like a little bit more formed here right i mean i think over time it's gonna get better yeah yeah I um hope so. yes so 
Um, you know, that there is uh, a, a lot of attention. She's made uh, these uh, TikTok videos. Uh, she has a GoFundMe page as well and is trying to raise awareness about the dangers of sepsis. Does she have a fingernail on that finger there? Like a uh, giant fingernail. See, this yeah, is hard to tell. Can we go? I mean, also, it looks like she has a tattoo here now on the hand. Maybe I'm not sure exactly how long ago. Uh, it looks like she might have been tattooed uh, before. Uh, let's see. Uh, I don't know if the tattoo comes up any further. I, I think that, that tracks from the the first photo. Okay. Okay. Um, on the case. Yeah, we're looking at tattoos. We don't want shorthand fraud. <laughs> no, no, we do not. Okay. Uh, then another another story. Uh, this one uh, was one uh, Doctor Mike had sent our way. Uh, and this is a little bit more uh, in Dr. Mike's wheelhouse. Uh, Dr. Mike, uh, we have a story about a, a woman who uh, thought she had a uh, urinary tract infection. Uh, yes. It turned out that uh, it was actually a glass tumbler that was stuck in her bladder for four years. Four years? Yes. Four years. I'm going to look up glass tumbler. I feel like I also don't really know what that might look like. It looks like a shot glass. Okay. All right. It, I was just there's a shot glass stuck on your urethra. I oh, mean, okay. Rob, I was really hoping that right now you would play my song. <laughs> yes? Yes. I mean. Okay. All right. Here it, it is. Uh, let me see if I can if I can play this uh, for you. Uh, here is uh, one of... Uh, Dr. Mike's uh, many theme songs, Danny. Oh, exciting. Yo, it's Dr. Mike from Survivor here. Let's talk about something serious. Don't stick things in your penis. But if you do, make sure you can get it out. Otherwise, you know where to find me. <laughs> Stuff in dicks. Yeah. Ain't so nice. Yes. Uh, but so, Dr. Mike, uh, for, this <laughs> a good for, uh, for ladies, too. Yeah. yeah, Right? I mean, well, we talk about urethras in there. And so... I mean, here's the thing is that I'm trying to pull up the article here. Sorry. How so, can you have something in there for four sorry. years? And Danny, forget- Danny, we haven't. So here's the thing, Danny, is that there should really be a competing se- segment to Danny's uh, bolt hole, right? Yeah. There should yeah. be the Mike's urethra segment. <laughs> People stick things in their so I get that. I get that part. But how can you have it in there for four years and not bother to take it out or go in and see a doctor about that? You don't know. I mean, they forget. They like there's yeah, maybe like, are, are you having you, sex, like, you're playing like somebody's down there and they're doing things with you and oops, it slips in and probably she never even knew. Can you pee? But wouldn't this block it's huge. So so I, what so what happened? I, I think it looks like that did a stone form around it. Yeah, uh-huh, right? bas- uh-huh. basically, it ends up being like a nidus for infection, and so it's like whenever you have a foreign body in your in your body, mm-hmm. stuff is going to grow on it. Yeah, it's and, like a human pearl, and, right? And in the bladder or in the kidney, stones form on it, and so when you look at it from the outside, you're going to see it just looked like a big stone. But when you actually start chipping away at that stone and when you get a CAT scan, you're going to see a shot glass or like an x-ray because it's high. It's a different density than stone material. And I think there's an x-ray that you can pull up if you have the ability to do that. Yeah, I can do. I can bring that up for you. Oh, good. Okay. Extra professional here with uh, with Dr. Mike. Okay. So this is a great stone for my laser center, except we would never like you could take out a stone this size transurethrally. 
But when you see the shot glass, you gotta, you, you can't take a shot glass out through the urethra. So, so you're gonna have to, you're gonna have to open and take it out. Dr. Mike, our, our, our stones this size, like this, this is a regular size. This is a stone that you could possibly see in a person. Yeah, Yeah, here. Well, let me give you the x-ray. So, Dr. Mike, you want to take a look at this x-ray here? Yep. What? This is is a stone. Usually you get stones this big in men who, like, have a prostate, and so they're chronically obstructed. So you can have, like, this is probably, like, a five, six-centimeter stone. In the operating room with the right laser, you can can get rid of this in about an hour and a half, two hours. Wow. Uh, Shooting lasers, huh? Uh-huh. But in a in a woman, you don't usually see it because it's really big, uh, and they don't have a prostate to obstruct them. But uh, yeah, I mean, you see it. How uncomfortable! That's like the last one this big that we saw was a gynecologist put an IUD in the wrong hole, and it ended up causing stones. Okay. My gosh. And a pregnant woman. You know what? The body, yes, and she and she was and, and she became pregnant. Yes, yes. Oh, okay, man. that'll do it. A double whammy. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't so, even know the body was capable of doing all these things: holding a shot glass, making a human pearl from the shot glass, mm-hmm. sewing hands into your stomach. Well, yeah. I haven't been doing any of these things with my body. I haven't well, really me- tapped into the potential. The shark hand lady can at least know that she can hold the shot glass in her bladder. That's true. If, if she can't do it with her hand. Yeah, mm-hmm. she can still clamp on it like the, like the crab. Mm-hmm. And it's, I'm excited for the next story. Yeah. If it's about something going <laughs> inside someone. Um, <laughs> somewhat. Somewhat, Danny. Okay, all right. Then I'm excited too. <laughs> you have, Danny, you can listen to the whole song and you hear all the things that I've seen inside people. We've... We've taken out multiple times at this point uh, cell phone chargers. Yeah. The entire cord. doesn't make any sense. The entire cord. I've just never met anyone who thought it was a good – maybe I have, and they just didn't want to tell me that they thought it was a good idea. Dr. Mike, does Apple need to go back to, like, that the big uh, (laughs) giant charger? Like that – Everyone's safe. Yeah. Maybe. 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 Or just magnet charging, you know? It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Hey, Drew Scott here, and I'm Jonathan Scott, reminding you that life's better with a home policy from American Family Insurance. They can help you get just the right protection at just the right price and help you save when you bundle home and auto. Kind of like Goldilocks and the Three Bears. It'll be just right for you. We love a custom build. American Family Insurance. Insure carefully. Dream fearlessly. Get a quote and find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. 
No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right, Dr. Mike, I've got another yeah. medical story uh, okay. for you here. Uh, this one comes to us uh, from Brazil, uh, and it has to do with a woman that needed to be hospitalized uh, because allegedly uh, she had an accumulation of trapped gas uh, because uh, she did not want to uh, break wind in front of her boyfriend. That makes sense. This one makes sense. Yeah. It does make sense. I mean, here's the thing. If there's an orifice, well, if there's an organ that secretes stuff, you need to get that stuff out. Right. Yeah. If the organ is making gas, you need to get that gas out. Yeah. Again, referencing the 21 times in that song, I that was a Jenny Autumn. Mm -hmm. Sure. But she, uh, you know, for the prostate, it's the same thing. It's secreting. Those secretions need to come out. When they don't come out, yeah, it gets all infected. And I see probably three guys a day with an infected prostate because of lack of secretions being expelled. So when I I, want to secrete gas, I need to tell Liz, my wife, I need to say, this is, has to happen. I must secrete. Maybe you don't want to use the word secrete. Mm -hmm. You were using the word secrete. It sounded (laughs) way more uh, medical. If I say secrete. Yeah. Yes. I mean, do you really have to tell, ask Liz for permission to, to fart? Well, let me just say, and I'm sure a lot of people can relate to this, that I would hold my gas because for some reason when you're dating, you want to give them the impression that you don't actually have gas. Mm -hmm. But I would hold it for hours on end with Liz when we were dating. And then when I would drive home after hanging out with her, I would be in so much pain, not like hospital pain, but pretty close. And then, you know, you try and recline as you drove home and get rid of all of that to secrete to secrete mm-hmm. all of that excess gas that you've mm-hmm. trapped. So this, this article out of the all three that you've read, this one made the most sense to me because I can yeah. relate to the Brazilian woman. Is it a secretion if it's gas? There's probably particles. Yeah. A little liquid, little salt. Okay. <laughs> I can't say because right. it's so minuscule. Yes. You know, um, I always, you know, the, the COVID masks, you sort of knew if they were working or not, if I could smell the other farts. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Cause mm-hmm. What's smaller, a fart particle or a viral particle? I don't know. Well, I got to imagine question. My, my fart particles are pretty big. Mm-hmm. I mean, <laughs> yeah. maybe, the, the, maybe the thing is to get a giant patch on your underwear or your pants that can trap it. That's super tiny, like mm-hmm. a mask. I, so what I happened? Mean, did, what, what did they did, do to did her? We not, have we not talked about like charcoal underwear? Yeah, we have. Yeah. Do we have, they have, do they have Somebody once asked me about that. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was a joke. Do they have that? Pretty sure we've talked about we've it in talked six years that. on News AF. Yeah. Um, all right. So this uh, this is, happened to uh, a woman, and she's a Brazilian singer. Uh, her name is Polka, and that's how people know about this because she posted the story on her uh, on her, I believe, on Instagram, uh, and uh, you know shared the story of what was going on. Uh, she uh, was interviewed and said that she woke up at five thirty with severe stomach pains and ended up in the hospital. Uh, but that's it. She's fine. It was just an accumulation of trapped farts. But she went to the hospital. What did they do? They just like, hey, Rick, get your butt up high, head down low. Yeah, Dr. Mike, what what would uh, they do for that? Well, so here's the thing. I think we wouldn't be a good podcast story host here if we didn't 
explain ways to prevent this and things to do about it, right? So what okay, I would say I, is- What would be the ways to prevent this? Well, I think maybe you, I mean, you drink a cup of coffee, right? Okay. Like a little caffeine to get your motor, your system started. In yes, yes. Right. Also in more severe cases- Mm-hmm. Uh, that helps with 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 the accumulation of gas, Doctor Mike. I mean, it helps people poop and gas. I guess yeah. so. I guess basically, so. Moving the it, whole system along, right? Right. It's basically about constipation, right? When you're holding everything back, the fluid you end up getting constipated, right? Right. And so the fluids get there's going to be more fluid absorption, so the stuff that's now in there is going to be harder, and so that stuff that's harder is now harder to get out as well, mm-hmm. and so I. That way, it's now blocking the gas because it's hard. That makes so sense. really, in the hospital, probably they had to either give her a suppository of, you know, fluid to mm-hmm. maybe have to disimpact her to get, you know, to get up in there and get some stuff out. Yeah. All right. If, you know, to prevent this at home, you know, if you ever have really horrible stool issues, what I recommend to my patients is to go to like CVS or the local pharmacy and get a bottle of magnesium citrate. Oh, I've heard of and, that. And yeah. you know what they use for a bowel prep for like colonoscopies? Yeah. You only have to drink literally like a cup of it or half a cup of it and you should be just fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the tap will be turned on. Mm-hmm. The tap will be turned on. Yeah. And, or just a cup of coffee or anything with like caffeine and fluid and it's going to okay. happen. Um, polka then... Uh, Reportedly said, according to uh, this article, uh, girls, don't be ashamed to fart in front of your guy because what's embarrassing is not letting your guy sleep because you're in discomfort going to the hospital with your guy and the diagnosis being trapped farts. This is worse. Yeah. Yeah. This result is far worse than whatever she could have silently squeaked out during her time with Mm -hmm. her uh, boyfriend or whatever. Yeah. You know, that's a risk. You just become good at uh, being like a fart assassin, you know, just silently letting those things out. That's a skill you need to to gain rather than holding right. it. Right. You know, we're all human, right, Dr. Mike? We're all human. And I think at some point as you get older, you lose that skill. Yeah, that is true. I I, I think, I mean, I'm, I've never been one for that except for when I was dating Liz. Now that at home, it's like any anything goes. Anything goes. This is a a safe space. You could be as loud as you want. Mm -hmm. Probably not a good way to raise kids because now they think it's hilarious. But Mm -hmm. yeah, we're teaching them right. I I hear you. How many kids do you have? Like twenty-seven or something? (laughs) I have three. Yeah, I came from a family of twenty-seven. Yeah, so yeah, but I only have three. Okay, Um, Doctor Mike, uh, we always like to talk about uh, different studies. Uh, This is one that comes to us from the United Kingdom. So maybe it's a little bit different here uh, in the United States. Um, They found that in a survey of 2,000 people, that one in five people admit to snacking while bathing or on the toilet. That's gross. Yeah, it's horrible. That's really gross. It's Mm -hmm. horrible. It's, I mean... It's, I, I have no words, right? Like, how, how do you not get sick? Like, there's cross-contamination of the hands. Like, it's bad enough. Like, if one in five are eating on the toilet, what percent are playing on their phone on the toilet? Oh, so many more than I, that. Well, that's, that's, I think that's five and five. At least while you're <laughs> eating and pooping on the toilet, you could pretend like you're just a human conveyor belt <laughs> material. Mm-hmm. It could be entertaining. But I am totally with Dr. Mike that it – Eating in the bathroom is something I will never do. 
mm-hmm. let alone eating on the toilet. I won't even take a drink or a glass of water into the bathroom. To me, that place is for pooping and the kitchen is for eating and never shall the two mix. Hmm. It's just not okay. meant to be. Yeah, I really wish that this study uh, would have... Um... Uh, I guess they say that 18% of people confess to snacking while on the toilet. So it's, the number is probably higher, like 25% have mm-hmm. snacked on the yeah, toilet. Yeah, one-fifth say they enjoy eating while taking a bath, uh, oh. and a- 18% say that they confess to snacking while on the toilet. Eating yeah. in the bath, the problem is the debris. Like, what do you eat? You can't eat a sandwich while yeah. you're in the bath. Yeah, first of all, I've never heard of anybody. I mean, I guess I don't really hear people eating on the toilet, but uh, to just talk through, Dr. Mike, have you ever seen people eating in a bath? <laughs> I mean, I guess what I'm imagining, you're in a bath and it's like, you know, you're having it, like maybe you're reading a book, you're having some champagne, like, you know what I mean? Like women relaxing in a bathtub. This is like, you know, you see this on TV. No one has ever set foot in my bathtub except like when we're washing a two-year-old. Right, like, mm-hmm. yeah. Does anybody yep. actually use a bathtub anymore? I think lots of people who want to relax. I'm with you. I'm not a bathtub guy. Never have been. But I think maybe a lot of people use it to relax. Um, yeah, my, I can my see mom, a drink in the bath. Yeah, a drink. But they're saying a snack. A snack. Uh, what would be the best snack to eat in the bath? Does Liz use the bathtub? No, she does. Does not. Nicole use the bathtub? She does. Yes. Okay. <laughs> One but I've six. never seen her, you know, get a snack for the Well, maybe did she locks the door when she has the snack. Well, Danny, I feel like that almost any snack would be not great for the bed. I mean, your hands are wet. I mean, what are you going to You can't have chips. What, what no are you tub snacking snack. on? There is no such thing as a tub snack. Now, maybe something, Danny, maybe soup. Maybe uh, <laughs> something, with, something with a fork or spoon. By I the way, it's roll pop. Okay, a, a pop, a lollipop would be good. But what I just realized is maybe this is a market we could tap into. Like yes. some tidy tub food, you know, so, stuff that you can eat while in the bathtub. Danny, and not this be, is perfect for you. Shame. Instead, look, Danny, you now are in the hot soup, okay? It's basically like the ramen noodle pack. You sit in it. You can't eat hot soup while in the bath because hot stuff in and hot stuff out it's just the, too much you, you, the bath is hot soup that yeah i know i would never eat soup in the bath that actually seems really gross <laughs> i'd almost feel like i was eating the bath water itself <laughs> yeah you definitely can't eat anything hot in a bathtub no okay well all right so <laughs> no i mean i wonder maybe what if you have like maybe a bowl of ice cream could that be yeah. a good bath food you know it doesn't sound so bad i wouldn't mm-hmm. do it but it actually does sound Okay. Better go quick. It's gonna the hot water is gonna melt the ice cream. Yeah, I could see that. Mm-hmm. that. That one's not bad. Not terrible. Definitely but, not eat. You can't eat meatballs or like spaghetti. Yeah. Nothing too heavy in carbs. But but who's eating on the toilet? Well, can we? Get, you want a list of names? Hmm. Do you mean over the bathtub to eat with the crumbs going on the floor? Or no, that's like, not bad. Yeah. Where is your plate going in the bathtub? Mm-hmm. On a little floaty thing. Like mm-hmm. a boogie board you brought in, it just floats. Yeah, are people maybe sneaking food? Maybe this is not. Uh, I guess eighteen people confess to snacking while on the toilet, but I'm wondering if maybe it's just like the bathroom. Maybe it's like, well, I don't want my wife to know I'm eating this last slice of cake. I'm gonna go eat it in the bathroom, but not necessarily on the toilet. 
Yeah, I, I like to imagine that the question was, you're on the toilet going potty and eating at the same time. There is no food you can eat. Like, what do you eat while taking a dump? A hamburger? Chocolate? No. <laughs> Maybe some chocolate? Too visual? Mm-hmm. No. I mean, there is nothing that would be appealing at all. Yeah. Maybe maybe a drink, stay hydrated, get some coffee to keep flushing that through. Mm-hmm. But what's the average time people spend on the toilet? Oh, I it depends. A shocking number. Yeah. It depends. I asked for the average, right? So I, I, I have no idea. I'm sure we could Google it. How long uh, does the average person stay on the toilet? Okay. Do you want to guess? Um, mine says 30 minutes. 30 minutes. Uh, Google has told me uh, the, the average uh, duration is around 12 minutes. Oh. Oh, my God. I mean, that's much longer. Both of those are much longer than I would think. Right? Yeah. Dr. Mike, you're bringing the average <laughs> down. Uh, there's got to be on the other end somebody that's in there 25, 30 minutes. I, I mean, a- understandable. They get hungry. I could eat a bowl of soup in 12 minutes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> long time. That is a long time. Mm-hmm. I don't. Wanna, I don't want to be in there a second longer than I have to be. And maybe you could speed up that time if you skip the Stop snack. <laughs> yeah, cut I that mean, down to nine minutes if you leave snack time out. Where is this study from? Is this you said this study is from uh, England? The UK. The, yeah, yeah, in the UK, the study was conducted by one poll. A lot of times, these studies we talk about that's like two thousand people surveyed. It's like uh, by Sharman uh, put out this study. Oh, that, who put out this one? Do no, you know that they, they, they just say but it's put out by one poll. It doesn't say uh, who funded the study. Dark money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dark so, money. So I looked up that you know this is Google, but it says. Health Survey of England from 2019 estimates that 28% of adults in England are obese. Okay. So maybe you could decrease that by just making a rule, no eating on the toilet. Yeah. I mean, it would not be a bad uh, diet plan. That's the first step. First step in dieting, stop eating in the bathroom. Well, maybe if you, yeah, it's like uh, the the first rule is like um, only eat in the kitchen. Like, okay. Well, I mean, uh, like, uh, it's not, that's not a very restrictive diet. Uh, you're cutting out a lot of the places that you would eat. No snack in front of the TV. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like what that. What do you think, Dr. Mike? I like that rule. Yeah. Okay. I think we're going to help diabetics here today. Okay. Right? Um, now, <laughs> this next story uh, might involve uh, something that people might consider eating. Uh, Danny, Wyoming has a brand new app for uh, its citizens who might be interested in uh, getting to claim uh, roadkill. roadkill. Yeah, I was trying to find a nicer way to say that. Is there a nicer way to say that? Deceased uh, wildlife on the side is, of is the it, road? Well, is it? Yeah, is it? Um, I was say, is it deceased wildlife if it's not by the side of the road? Uh, victims Ooh, of a. Uh, I guess uh, are they all victim? Is all roadkill things that uh, got hit Vehicular by cars? Homicide. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, Danny, could you explain what's going on here in Wyoming? Okay, not a bad. This isn't a bad uh, change uh, in law. You know, in the law or whatever. A lot of states don't allow you to eat roadkill. 
my guess is, and I haven't ever talked to a legislator, but my guess is that they don't want to get into the gray area of like, why did you hit that? Or was it hit? Or, you know, how was it killed? People because, using their vehicles for hunting. Yes. Um, or killing an animal to get its antlers and then running it over <laughs> after shooting mm-hmm. it. I don't know. But I'm guessing they're trying to thwart the the people who would abuse the system. But if you think about it, there is a ton of meat um, going to waste on the side of the road. I don't know mm-hmm. how people get to it in time. I don't know what the lifespan of good meat is. I don't know how good meat is after that very startling moment when an animal is hit by a vehicle. Because I've always, I was always told that the best meat is the meat not uh, that doesn't come from a scared animal. But the animal that's about to be hit by a car is most definitely scared. Mm-hmm. And usually, if they, it sees it, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I've seen probably six or seven deer get hit. They always run off. I've never seen one just get hit and die. Yeah. So I just can't imagine the meat being any good. But, hey, some people are going to put it in a stew, maybe eat it mm-hmm. in the bath. So uh, why let it go to waste if uh, yeah. people want to eat it? And this app. So what do you do? You, you see. So you do you have to take a picture of it and then you just let them know you're claiming it? Uh, yeah, I, if I remember, I read this a while ago, but there is some kind of documentation process and then, yeah, you can take it and go mm-hmm. turn it into some nice, delicious, you know, possum burgers. I don't know how possums in Wyoming, but like maybe a <laughs> raccoon burger, because like mm-hmm. we all like to think that they're hitting Wagyu beef or how, whatever it is, but they're hitting these like deer, elk, coyotes, probably can't eat a coyote. Um, Maybe raccoons, maybe porcupines. I mean, is yeah. everybody taking all of that, or there's just the choices cut of meat? It's like, oh my gosh, there's a delicious looking, you know, whatever. I, I don't know. Yeah. I've never eaten roadkill. I don't even like wildlife meat. <laughs> have you ever had wildlife meat, either of you? No, I, I have not. I, I have. I haven't. I, no. I think maybe I've had deer once, but yeah, people who eat it, they're like, oh, it's so good, and then you're like, oh, really? How did you prepare it? And they're like, well, I season it for like a month and a half in some of the spiciest, most uh, powerful seasonings available. Then I cook it for three days. And mm-hmm. basically, they, you have to turn it into tasting completely unlike wildlife because it's just so gamey. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah if, you want, if you want to move to Wyoming, Rob, you can get all the meat you want. Just I've thought about roads. moving to Wyoming uh, because I, I like that it's, uh, there's no people there. Oh my gosh! It's very it's spread out. Yeah, uh, there's that, no that, cell that, phone that, service either. Oh, okay. Well, that's uh, I'm a little out. Um, so uh, one of the people in the article is quoted as saying, uh, "You can play the circle of life card and be like, well, there is uh, never something that is wasted. But yeah. whenever you got roadkill, it was really dangerous for any of the critters who come and try to eat it. So you're doing a favor for other animals. Yeah, I mean, usually roadkill, like he kind of st- said." The other animals are eating it. It's not like it goes to waste. Crows, mm-hmm. uh, coyotes, vultures, yeah, vultures. They're all snacking on that. But now humans get to you know get in there and get their share. <laughs> yeah. I, could you explain to me why animals taste better if they're not scared when they die? I've always just been told that a stressed animal, uh, the meat goes bad or the meat is super tough because it releases mm-hmm. a bunch of chemicals right before it dies. And somehow that does something to all the meat. That, that's what I've been told. I have no science or research to back that up. It could just be old, mm-hmm. you know, hunter wisdom. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. I've heard that in movies before. I don't know if it's actually true. Well, and I think that's why they say if you shoot an animal during the hunting season, that's why you have to wait because mm-hmm. you don't want to scare the animal. Okay. Um, last week, Danny Bryson came out staunchly uh, mm-hmm. and said, enough with changing the clocks. Enough with daylight savings time. And this wasn't even on my radar at all. By the end of the day, yeah. I believe the United States Senate overwhelmingly passed a, a a bill that still I believe has to go to Congress. Yep, has to go to the to, House. Yeah, uh, I'm sorry, to the House of Representatives uh, to uh, be uh, then potentially made into a law to abolish uh, or make permanent daylight savings time. Permanent. Permanent daylight savings time. Okay. Tyson lives in a world with no daylight savings. Mm-hmm. So, unfortunately, he's not here to comment on the pros and cons. Yes. Remember how I said I wanted to hear from all the people who love the switching? Yes, uh, you did. You heard from some people. Oh, my gosh. There were so many articles. All of a sudden, it's all these people coming out about the <laughs> the, the health and all the, the issues. The hot take artists. Yeah. I'm like, where, did, where, where were all these people for the last 40 years? Also found out they had already tried this once. And that yeah, people really got upset. Yeah, yeah in the uh-huh. 70s. Dr. Mike, do you have any thoughts on this? I mean, only but like mirroring what you guys are saying that, you know, all of a sudden laws, you know, there was a law that was passed. They must have been listening. And you, the question is, is it good or bad to do it? You know, there's a lot of pros. I guess there's a lot of cons. And if you're going to switch, do you switch to what's there's daylight savings? And what's the one? For daylight saving. Mm-hmm. Standard? Yeah, standard, standard time, yeah. So you stay at standard or you switch to daylight savings? Which is the right time? You can't make everyone happy. I thought mm-hmm. about this. So we just yeah. have to pick one and go with it. Yeah. All right. So this one that just came up, uh, you know, for the falling back, people kind of like the fallback. It gets it gets darker earlier, but you get the extra hour of sleep. I feel like that uh, people don't complain too much about falling back. This one, spring ahead, uh, throws people off for for weeks, Dr. Mike. Well, they say that, like, you know, I was reading one of these articles, and they say that kids walking to bus stops are now walking in the dark to the bus stops. Mm-hmm. And so they didn't like that. And that makes sense. That sounds yeah. dangerous, right? Well, the thing that um, I had uh, learned about, which is that there are some places where when you are like uh, like at the most western part of these time zones, uh, you know, like I feel like in Seattle, for instance, uh, I feel like it's not going to be sunrise until like nine o'clock in the morning. Yeah. In my local news, they said the sun will not rise here until almost nine. Mm -hmm. So what? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it is true. In Iceland, there are times right. of the year where the sun never rises and the sun yeah. never sets. Right? Well, I, mean, I would, like, yeah, pick your poison because then uh, do you want to? Isn't it the same difference of like, oh, kids are going to go to school in the dark? Well, they're going to come uh, come home in the dark. I come home come in the dark. I hated that. I hate when my kids come home and it's dark. I guess I the kids aren't coming home from school in the dark. Uh, school gets out at like three o'clock in the afternoon. That, Rob, that's basically the dark. If it gets dark <laughs> around five thirty here in the winter. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, it's the sun is setting. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I, just, I, I did like the fact that with all the, you know, stuff that we talk about, or you guys talk about on News AF and all the really important stuff going on in the world, our government can come together and. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> you know, 
therefore expeditiously, you know, change change Tanjung laws. Out of nowhere, by the way, there was I don't there remember was the showing a debate up about this. Right. If this was an article written on April first, would you believe? Like, would you oh, believe no the article? No, no, I don't believe it. <laughs> hmm. Totally yeah. false. Um. Yeah. It was. It was incredible. That it was just like, wait, wait, we're doing this. I think we should do it. I think it's time. I think we've grown up and matured as a civilization, and we're ready to ditch this stupid thing that we've just clung to for decades. Well, is it mm-hmm. only America? Um, I, I am not. I'm not sure. I don't know. Uh, I'm gonna look that no. up because I actually did wonder that earlier this week. I feel like I think other like, countries do it at their I own time. Like some other countries do it also, which also doesn't really make sense. Like. Because yeah, some countries are much smaller than America. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I mean, they oh. were they were smart to get out in front of it uh, and just uh, just do it because it didn't lend for enough time for the political parties to pick sides. Uh, they're just like, all right, quick, let's just move on this. All European Union countries and many European non-members continue to make the switch twice a year. Mm-hmm. Outside of Europe and North America, changing the clocks is also practiced in Iran. Most of Mexico, Argentina, Paraguay, Cuba, so quite a few places. Yeah. I, I'm actually surprised by that. That yeah. uh, I would have thought there'd be fewer uh-huh. doing this. Dr. Mike, do you think that the senators uh, checked out what Danny had to say about uh, oh, daylight sure. savings time last week? And you think that that had an impact? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Thought leaders. Mm-hmm. That would be awesome if we you were influencing. The leaders of America. Yeah. So, so, so much power. Yeah, well, we'll see uh, where we go from here. I, I don't think it'll happen. If it, if we get rid of this, next thing we need to move on to is the imperial system, and we got to get rid of it. You know, oh, right. wow! It just has to happen. It's just a band aid that has to be torn off. You mean like the mathematical system? Well, didn't they try to do that in the seventies too? I mean, the seventies was a wild time. You know, like, they, they did it in Canada. Yes, get rid of inches and feet. Let's get rid of inches and feet. 5,280 feet for a mile. That is ridiculous. It is such (laughs) a stupid system. Nobody else uses it in the world except for like Liberia or Libya. One of those two. (laughs) One of them. We need to get rid of it. Canada proved that it could be done. I know it's not quite the same. It's an apples to oranges comparison, but let's just do it. Come on. Daylight savings and then the metric system. All right, Dr. Mike. Celsius. Right, like yes. Celsius. Like yes, everybody else uses one, and we use the other. Yeah, hmm. yeah. Celsius, uh, the whole metric system. Let's bring it on board. Yeah. All right, Doctor Mike. As a man of science, would you be in favor of going to uh, the metric system? Yeah, I mean, when we we don't talk about like ounces or teaspoons, we talk about milliliters, right? So we already use the metric system. You do, yeah. The scientific yeah. community yeah. doctors right. do. We, right. but. Go on. Yes. Sorry. I mean, we don't like, we don't like, we already use it. It makes yeah. sense. Well, yeah, Dr. Mike, I mean, uh, this could be like a, you know, a great help for people that are coming to you about uh, that if they want to have any sort of male enhancement. I mean, just simply making the switch from inches to centimeters. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, they say, like, I want to be like eight inches, and I'm like, you're already like 15 centimeters. You should be happy. <laughs> yeah. It'd be, like, be great. Oh, 15. That's amazing. Yeah. I mean, I'm telling you, we, if we all agree on this and if tomorrow there is a rule, a law change, right. 
that we're using the metric system, Danny, Danny should run for president. Yes, okay. I will run for president on just that platform. <laughs> and I will totally lose by just a giant margin. <laughs> Nobody <laughs> wants to change that. Yeah, but would you? <laughs> I, I don't know. You, you know need what? a good I, slogan. Yeah. We need a study. Uh, a, we need some people to do a survey. Tap mm-hmm. into the survey people and find out what they think about the metric. Yeah, system. but you need you got to be careful when you're asking the the survey question of like uh, you know um, w- like wouldn't you love to like have a simpler system for measuring like uh, you know I think when you're saying like you're gonna like uh, get rid of feet okay. and inches, people I think will get a little like uh, you know uh, a system clenched. that operates yeah. in tens rather yes. than random numbers. Mm-hmm. that were yeah. like decided by a king's hand size or something 500 years ago or whatever it was it's insane it's insane yeah. okay all right yeah, well it also requires a lot of people to relearn something right i don't like, care so i don't think i, I, I mean force them <laughs> americans I, I don't think americans will will agree to switch mm, yeah i don't think so gosh dang it but if they're talking about changing the yeah that's you right know, the, Anything's possible. If they can get this one through. Nobody does. Nobody. You know how you can get convince people to do it? You got to convince the gas companies. The gas company? Oh, the gas companies. Because, you know, they, you know, in the other countries, they charge per liter of gas. Yeah. And so it's much more expensive than per gallon of gas, but because there are so many liters in a gallon, but it looks cheaper. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to be talking about going like, Oh, we're going to charge right. you a dollar a liter. Yeah. Everybody's right. going to think it's a deal. Yeah. So this is, uh, well, Dr. Mike, this is the uh, Danny, Danny Bryson's platform. Uh, he's going to come in and say like, uh, Danny, what are you going to do about the gas prices? I'm going to drop it. Yeah. If we can get a dollar a liter, I don't know if that's possible. A dollar <laughs> 50 a liter. We're going to get that to you now. Wow. A dollar 50 a liter. Yeah. Wow. A dollar 50 a liter. Wow. Hi, where my phone? <laughs> I think that's brilliant, Doctor Mike. We can, if we could just trick the American public into wow. accepting the system by believing that it makes things. Well, do you cheaper. have a role in the cabinet for Doctor Mike? Oh, for sure, the Surgeon General. Yeah, um, why not? I'm there. I'm there. <laughs> I'll take that as a bucket list item. <laughs> okay. And then also on last week's episode, we talked about our top story was Pete Davidson going to space, yep. a part of Blue Origin. And now all of a sudden, Pete Davidson is not going to space. So the launch was postponed, if I read this uh, yeah. correctly a while ago. And that, that he just didn't reschedule is what it sounded like. He saw it as a way to get out. Yeah. So did Pete Davidson really want to go to space, do you think? No, no, because if you want to go to space and they reschedule that flight, you're on that flight. That's yeah. that's the person who really it's like, to oh no, uh, SNL is back this week. Like uh, God forbid they can't do one SNL without Pete Davidson. It is interesting that you know he, he plays was, so many characters. He was willing to go, right? He probably wanted an out. You know, like when you don't want to go to a party at someone's house and then something happens and you're like, mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. Do you think he was just so relieved? He's like, finally. I don't have to go to space. Really yeah. dreading that. I mean, but why was he in the <laughs> going in the first place? I, I don't know. I never saw an explanation as to why he was on that ship to begin with. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe he's trying to work onto the Musk uh, Musk ship. You know, get up there way high, proper orbit. 
So it, is that the, I know you said you would rather go in that one. Is it 100%. better to be rolling with Musk than Bezos? Oh, oh, a million, a million percent better. Mm. See, I mean, I, if you remember, Rob, I contributed to this story after you guys spoke about it. Yes. You what did you say? About, you spoke about uh, Pete Davidson and uh, who, who who's he dating and like Kanye West's wife or Kim, something? Kim Kardashian. Kardashian. Yeah. Right. And what I reminded you of is that he, Musk supported Kanye running for president. Right. Yes. So they have like a bond together. They have like this presidential bond. And so I think that's why Pete Davidson wanted to go on the giant blue. The blue uh, so it's a, uh, this was a, right? an F you to Kanye. That makes sense. It's a tie-in. Mm-hmm. But then when they realized that the other one went so high, he was like, I, I'm going to, it's, I can't like, I'm not really giving an F you to Kanye because then Kanye is going to go on Musk and he's going to be able to Trump it, me. Exactly. And then yeah. it's going to be like, I've been totally trumped by this guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is SNL new this weekend? No, I don't even think it is. So why can't Pete Davidson go? What else does he have going on? He's just, he's just like going to like in and out Burger with Kim you know, Kardashian. You, yeah, but you get lovesick early on in those, um, you know, mm-hmm. relationships. Um, and it's like important to always be there. Yeah. And Dr. Mike, hey, would you go to while, space? I, I mean, yeah, sure. Why not? Oh, okay. I mean, hold on. Bucket I guess, list. Now, you know what? It's not. I, I think you I wouldn't would, even get in Danny's helicopter. Right. I, no. think, I think I would go to space on I would go to space on one of these like sixty mile up ones that then just comes down like the blue horizon, because I don't really know if that's actually space. Mm-hmm. But I definitely like back in the days of like the, the challenger and stuff and like it used mm-hmm. to be like you have a five percent chance of instant death if you get on yeah. a space to go to space. And right. so I'm just not convinced that I really want to do it that much. I, mm-hmm. You know, if you asked, it's hard to say no, you know? Yeah, mm-hmm. totally. I mean, yeah. I mean, space seems like, I guess, the final frontier, but I have all these questions about, like, what space does to your body and, like... Oh, all sorts of bad things. Yeah. I find it so hard to... Yeah. A lot of these things that I don't really understand about like space. If you're in zero gravity, how's your blood moving? How's the blood going back? Like, it's just, if like, you know, if there's no gravity and your heart pumps, how come your body isn't just like being jettisoned from your heart pumping all over the place? <laughs> it's a good question. <laughs> That's an interesting question because it hmm. is putting out some energy. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there are definitely health dangers and risks with uh but we've had people in, in up there in orbit for a year and they're still alive poking around. Yeah, so, right. I mean, I could go up for a couple of days and probably be okay. And have you ever been to the Space Museum? Uh when I was a little kid, yes. Like those outfits, those spaceships, they look like they're made out of tinfoil, right? And those outfits, mm-hmm. although like Elon Musk has the coolest outfits, mm-hmm, but definitely. they do not look like they're going to protect you when like negative 300 and positive 200 degree temperature. Like, yeah, I'd just be very nervous. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. Sounds like he's a maybe put him on the list. <laughs> maybe. Hello, it is Ryan. And I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere 
even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing the Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather. Now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. All right. Danny, are you ready to launch us uh, to your ball? Oh, I will take you to orbit way, way up there. All right. Dr. Mike, is this your favorite part of News AF? I mean, it's a pretty entertaining part of News AF. Okay. <laughs> what did Liz call it? And she said, like, I don't know. I couldn't, I didn't yeah. listen to the episode. <laughs> really? I listened to half of it because you demanded it. And then mm-hmm. it was just one of those things that kind of like I, I got halfway through and then moved on. Yeah. Sure. Turn, turn it off with the kids. It was too inappropriate. Yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty sure they were like, you know, Nicole was like, we got to go to a uh, Danny's bolt hole. And she's oh. like, you mean his butthole? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's not really his butthole we're going to. It's like, it was pretty fun. That's, yeah. that's why I said, I have a urethra and you have a bolt hole. Mm-hmm. NSFW, when it yeah. comes to Liz and all those girls. All right. Bolt hole. Here we go. Three, two, one, blast off. Welcome to my bolt hole. I think you're gonna like it. I think you're gonna feel you belong. Yeah. Okay. Kind of nice hearing Tyson's voice. Yeah, that's nice to hear his voice. What if he talked like that? Yeah. Wait, wait, what way? Yeah. Like just that. Like like if we we were in a musical, News AF the musical. Oh, yeah. Maybe that's what he's working on. Yeah, he's locked himself away in a room, a dark room. Maybe, maybe right. he's gonna come out and be like, "Guys, we did it, guys! I've got the the, the script." News <laughs> yeah, of the musical that. that'd be amazing. Yeah, anyway, I would keep keep our fingers crossed. <laughs> All right, so we have talked about flavor pens. If you'll remember, um, yes, the Japanese yes. are developing. They're advanced technology to bring us all the possible flavors. You know the, the flavor world. pen, Doctor Mike. I've heard it. Yep. Yeah. And then we have virtual reality. We've got uh, the metaverse not taking off, but it's yep. there. Mm-hmm. And people are just trying to find ways to immerse us in anywhere other than where we are right now. Because yep. for some reason, it's important not to be here. And so naturally, someone has developed virtual uh, smell, virtual reality smell. Mm-hmm. So want to smell in virtual reality. I would like that. I currently still can't smell uh, very well. And so if I could smell in virtual reality, that'd be great. But it actually is just a device. And I don't know if you guys remember, this article talks about it. They did try smelling in a theater. Uh, a, I want to say a couple of times they re- mm-hmm. would release scents, which actually seems like a great idea. Like, could you imagine if there was a forest scene, you know, a dark forest scene in a haunted movie? They kind of put in that musky, uh, you know, forest odor. That would really add to the whole vibe 
of the horror Yeah, film. but I think there'd be so many times when it would be like an unpleasant odor and you're like eating popcorn and it's like, uh, I think that most of the smells would be negative smells. Okay, well, I guess you're not. Like how many times are you watching a movie this? about like a bakery? But, oh yeah, or a cookie factory, hmm. Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Okay, so yeah, okay. that would be good. Would be Some good. movies are more I, prone to the smell. When mm-hmm. you go to like, the ET ride at Universal Studios, it has a smell, right? Mm-hmm. And intentional. Oh yeah, no, it has like the ET smell. What and does ET? Smell I think like? there's like flowers, right? I don't think ET has a smell. It, I don't know if it smells like E.T. the critter, but it's like E.T. the forest smell. Maybe it's a little mm-hmm. eucalyptus, but it's like it has its own smell. Because E.T. I probably E.T. by that smell. And E.T. E.T. seems kind of damp. I don't think he's going to smell Yeah, that's good. what I think. Kind of swampy. Yeah. Oh, I feel Boy. like he must smell like a bearded dragon. Hmm. <laughs> uh, well, the smell adds. What what I'm trying to say, the smell adds to the experience, and why not put it in virtual reality? And so some people are working on a device that supposedly you wear close to your nose, it looks like. It's a very strange-looking device. And it mimics you pulling a scent close. So their, their, their uh, demo is pulling a rose close to you. You can smell it strong, and then when you move it away from you, you can smell it faint. Mm-hmm. And... I, I kind of think that's an interesting idea, but just as you guys have pointed out, and I hadn't considered, there are some smells you do not want, and especially you don't want to linger. Like if you were to watch um, The Labyrinth starring mm-hmm. David Bowie, could you yeah. imagine like the bog of internal stench having that on film for like 15 or on the video for 15, 20 minutes? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Retching in your seat. Uh, right. So, it has a place, and the, that place is around smells that are delightful, mm-hmm. not so much rotten. Yeah, maybe like Christmas movies be nice. You have like peppermint, but for mm-hmm. the most part. But uh, I assume you're going to need like cartridges, right? Yeah, I, I don't know what their technology is. It's got like a little hose going in. It's probably a lot like the flavor pen for the nose, and it's supposed to just allow the smell to come and go as it shows up on the screen. Which I guess could be great. Uh, it would be interesting once you have the whole sim suit on, you know, with all the mm-hmm. appropriate uh, mm-hmm. stimulants and there's stimulations all over yeah. the body. Then you're smelling it, you're seeing it. Now, when I go outside to hike, I won't see anyone on the trail because they'll all be in their house, in their pod, experiencing it in virtual reality. So yeah. finally, I'll get what I want. And that is a completely empty trailhead. So, Dr. Mike, have you done any uh, research in the field of teledildonics? <laughs> well, <laughs> where is this coming from? Yeah, um, that's a topic that Danny uh, is, that yeah, has uh, interest in. The answer is I, I have looked into it a lot. Yes. Yes. I mean, I think we, we've talked about it. We talked about it years ago, I think, on one of my first podcasts with you. Mm-hmm. And it's really a fascinating field. It's so it was originally made, I want to say, for like army soldiers, right? Like, yeah, they're on the army bases and their wives are at home. And it's a, you know, is I, this really the history of it, Dr. Mike? Yeah, I think it is, huh? Wow. And so, and so it, I mean, it makes sense. Like these, these guys that are risking their lives should be able to communicate with their wives. And it goes back to like secretions and stuff like that. It, there should be a safe way with your significant other to 
to bond, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's a, you know, but since then it has evolved. And like, you know, I think one of the things we talked about, there was one, oh, I can't remember what it was called, but there was one device that like, I saw it on, I, I saw think, it. Was this the, was this, the, yeah. was this uh, the, something got hacked? There was one on HBO. HBO had some, a, a segment oh. about teledildonics. Yes. And we were watching, it was like real something, right? Like, yeah. and Barry and I were watching it one night and I was like, that seems amazing. And I went to Amazon and looked it up and there were a bunch of like one star reviews and it was like, my husband used this and got electrocuted. Are <laughs> <laughs> uh, they sure that wasn't a feature and not a flaw? <laughs> so, so I was like, well, I mean, this is years ago, but I was like, this is not ready for prime time. But like the concept, like it's, it's really, it's an amazing concept. It's mm-hmm. a, like, especially during COVID and during the, you know, sure. The world we live in like with, I don't know. I mean, I could go on. The truth you know, is, all, the, are, all these things are simultaneously being developed, right? Like the right. smell thing, the uh-huh. goggles, the teletonics. Where it's all, all going. Yeah. But eventually they'll all be brought together like Voltron into this like suit of pleasure <laughs> and sensory overload mm-hmm. that then will be peddled to the masses. And that's where we'll be. I mean, right now it seems so disjointed. Everything, everywhere, all you know. Do you think it'll be a suit, Danny, or we'll, or or we'll just have the brain chip? What, where do you think it's going? I think it's a suit. Oh, I think a suit, definitely. I think the yeah. brain chip is just maybe five hundred years in the future. They've got the brain chip. You know, they've finally perfected Neuralink. But mm-hmm. for for us, for the next hundred years, if we're lucky at eighty five. We can hopefully have a suit yeah. to remind us of what it felt like to be young. But uh, yeah, maybe Neuralink in the far suit. You got to put it on all the time. Uh, what's the cleaning situation on? I, I don't think the suit is practical. <laughs> it hasn't. No, it has an alcohol purge. <laughs> you just hit a button it and it bleeds alcohol. It like uh, you know, people are gonna get sweaty in a. Oh, it's, it's dishwasher safe. Yeah, dishwasher. How many safe, suits that's are you right. gonna have? I think it's like oh, a one-time least, use on the suits. No, you need two or three suits, and each one does something different. Uh, each one is gonna cost certain- like the, uh, you know eighty thousand dollars. Yeah, well, yeah. that's eighty thousand government credits that you yeah. just have to work off. Have you guys mm-hmm. seen the uh, Have you guys seen the TV show Upload? Yes, I, I, I know of it. Yeah, season. Yeah, yeah. There's a second season, and and they have a suit in there. The suit, okay. Maybe the yeah. suit is coming. All right. That's right. Well, they try to be intimate because he's passed on, right? And they yes. right. she puts on a suit. That's right. Mm-hmm. She has okay. a suit. She's in the bathtub. What? Yeah. yeah. Is she eating? <laughs> Rob, what makes you think? She is eating. She is eating. I just eating. thought that this was like such a meeting of the minds. I feel like that, Danny, you are like one of, uh, you know, yeah. Uh, one of the top people on the teledildonics beat. Dr. Mike was here. By the way, I love talking about this uh, uh, teledodonics because no one knows what it is. And then they all go out and do research. I've had two or three of my friends are like, what is that? And then they go out yeah. and they, they're shocked by what they find. They didn't oh, know like that, that Amazon one-star reviewer, right? Yeah, they're shocked by the one-star. Mm-hmm. I mean, there are a lot of disabled people out there. And so there's, you know, there's a company that, you know, for uh, premature ejaculation and for sexual dysfunction, I recommend there's a company called, I think, Hot Octopus. And they have a toy called like the Pulse 3. And they have a lot of these like 
they write, they have a really good blog and they write a lot of articles that their people do about like teledonics and stuff like that. Uh, and, you know, it's interesting because there's, you know, there's a lot of, you know, disabled people out there, people with handicaps that really benefit from these types of modalities in terms of a, you know, sexual intercourse or sexual intimacy. Intimacy is a really important part of human's life. Mm-hmm. And if you were like, you know, it can be very difficult in certain situations, you know, and, uh, you know, if there are things out there like teledonics to help. I think it's really worthwhile investigating. Gosh, Dr. Mike really makes me feel immature. I'm approaching everything from a 13 year old perspective. And here he is with a professional. He's a medical professional. He's a medical yeah. professional. And he's, yeah. yeah. Well, all right, Dr. Mike, thank you so much for coming and joining us for news AF. Yeah. Um, it's, I loved it. Thank you for having me. Yeah, it was so much fun. Uh, You know, uh, please keep, uh, you have such an eye for the News AF stories. Are you inviting me back next week? (laughs) Well, we're going to have, we're going to have some, we're going to have some more guests here, uh, you know, unless we hear back from Tyson, but uh, who knows at this point? No, I'm happy to be here whenever you guys need me. If you want, like, I'm here for you. Okay. I love you guys do a great job and it really is like, you know, my wife thinks I listen to all these like crazy news story websites and really I just listen to news AF and then talk about it all week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not really intelligent. Like it sounds like I, I you know, I have a whole slew of, of knowledge. Yeah. yeah, we try. That's what we aim to do. Dr. Mike, do you have anything uh, you want to tell people to check out? No, I don't think so. I right. think, uh, I mean, you guys know where to find me. Well, you like, mentioned mm-hmm. a podcast a couple of times. What is it? Oh, I don't have a podcast. Oh, oh, I thought you did. listens to podcasts. Yeah, I listen to. I listen. And Doctor Mike has a YouTube video with two million views. Oh, I do have one video with with like two million views. Yeah, it's it's, just, it's ridiculous, right? It's like, I mean, it's. I think there's a certain, you know, there are numerics behind YouTube, and if one of your video gets picked up, it just becomes crazy, crazy busy. And we did like a couple of videos and they became crazy popular. And then we didn't do any more videos and now our videos are back to our normal, you know, mm-hmm. 10, gotta keep up. use it or lose it. Dr. Mike so, got exactly. to secrete those videos. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's, gotcha. You guys can find me Twitter, Instagram, or just call me on the phone. <laughs> call me on the phone. Oh my God. It's, you know, every, it's pretty easy to find, to find me. Somebody called me on my cell phone today asking for a vasectomy. A random person? Random person. He's like, my buddy gave me a phone number. Can I get a vasectomy? <laughs> and I'm like, oh. I said to him, I'm like, I'm literally, I'm like, I'll meet you at the corner. Mm-hmm. And he's like, what? In the back <laughs> of the car with you. Some, like, some what are you talking about? Tools? Call my office. And I said to him, who did you get my phone number from? And I have no idea who that person is either. Like, hmm. I was like, I don't know who that person is either. And I have no, like, they're not in my phone. So please just call my office. Mm-hmm. And that was it. That was it. Wow. Wow. Okay. It, 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 we aim to please, but thank you guys for having me. Seriously. Yes. It was great yes, to meet you. Danny. Yes. Thank you, Dr. Mike. Danny, what's coming up for you? Oh, just pumping out uh, secreting videos. <laughs> Just fast and furious, uh, mediocre amateur on YouTube. And then I do gear reviews as well, which would probably bore most people. But hey, uh, 
If Dr. Mike's is looking for a new shoe, I do review shoes, running shoes and stuff like that. Oh. So, yeah. Um, and then he could go and watch my rim to rim to rim, and he can see mm-hmm. how horrible it was for me. I did a terrible job of it. Threw up endlessly, puked nonstop the whole oh way God. back up the north rim. It's a real horror. It, it, you know what? That's a good example of not wanting to have a sense of smell in virtual reality if you were watching my video. So, anyway, yeah, you can check all that out. And, uh, Rob? It's really a good sell. Yeah. I definitely want to do that. Now. Yeah, and we're <laughs> yeah. just uh, you know banging out the Survivor podcast. Doctor Mike, thumbs up for Survivor Forty Two. Yeah, I mean, I think I love some of the characters and stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm very sad that Zach went home so early. Yes, that Doctor Danny, Doctor Mike convinced a young man to apply for Survivor, and then he went out there and was the first person voted off of the show. Oh. I did. He came to my party and he yes. was like, oh, "I'm going to go on Survivor." And then he's gone. That's <laughs> still great. That you, I mean, he, he'll never have that kind of experience again, probably. Sure. Do you think that other guy looks like me? Uh, you know, who's to say who looks like who? Yeah. Oh, come on. That guy. Yeah. That guy. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Zahir? <laughs> oh. Omir. Omir. Yeah. He looks oh. like me. Yeah, I could see it. I could see it. Okay. Like, okay. All right. Dr. Mike, thank you so much for joining us. Danny, great job once again. We'll be back again with more News AF next week. Take care, everybody. Have a good one. Bye. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing... The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChompaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.